Hello, valued listener, and welcome to Everything Bothers Me, a comfort podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the journey as Sadie, the most bothered one, Sarl, the most guy one, and Simone, the most newest one, sort through all the angst so you don't have to. You're invited to point, laugh, and relate, to give hell a side eye, shout your opinions, and still be our best friends. This month, trying to make friends with people who are doing a job. That ah. lipstick color looks fucking great on you. Thanks. You're welcome. Foundation. I have decided I want to order a contour kit on the internet and practice contouring my face during the apocalypse. I've decided to use the apocalypse to get used to not wearing a bra. I'm going to smash the patriarchy with my pendulous swingy boobs when this is all over. That's cool. Pa-pow, pa-pow, pa-pow. Pa-pow, pa-pow, pow, pow. I can say that because once some another woman told me she envied my pendulous breasts and I was like, oh my God, I think I had, I didn't think I had pendulous breasts. Guys, this is my most fun Zoom meeting so far. What, out of all of them? How many yeah. have you had? Have you been Zooming it up quite a bit? Uh, well, I, I've had classes and writing group and a birthday party and drinks last night, but none of them involved people interested in fucking around quite to this degree like mm, you guys they wanted to get stuff done <laughs> yeah i don't know they just wanted to be like grown-ups and so, like adult doing um a salon of zoom where we do our you know your old journalism it's zoom salon zoom I keep having uh, Cardi B's voice in my head going, Coronavirus! <laughs> coronavirus! I'm going to see if you talk about it. She's so good. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I, uh, yeah, we're, we're recording fine. So it should be fine. Okay. So we're ready to begin. Or, oh, or shit. Let me get begin the organically. Get the I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, like, get the format thing. Oh, we need a, ba- a banter from the bag of icebreakers. That's... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Banter. Icebreakers. Icebreakers. Oh, icebreakers. I found the icebreaker bag. Okay. 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 What, what, what are we, is everybody here? Yes. <laughs> oh. The icebreaker is it's it's Uh-oh. a category that I've made called guess the context. Mm. This is something someone said to me fairly recently. Okay. But before pre-rona, pre-rona. Okay, so there's lots lots of possible guesses. Your vagina looks really beautiful. Go. Uh, uh, Who said that? Where? Why? What was the context of that? That's weird. Your vagina. And it's kind of a humble brag, you guys. My vagina. It's beautiful. According to this person. Oh, yeah. OBGYN. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys have quite? Oh, well, yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So oh. he's an expert. <laughs> he would know. He would know. <laughs> but why, why, would he, why would he say such an inappropriate thing to me? Oh. What's the, there's more context. Did you vagina of the month contest? Mm. <laughs> oh my god! Would it be great if your OBGYN took a Polaroid and put it on the wall like the dentist? <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's just a wall. Yeah, I'm sure that exists somewhere. Maybe not an OBGYN's office. <laughs> <laughs> not in his office. Not in his office. Uh, anyway, like, he was just—he was giving—he was giving me a pep talk. Yeah. Did, well, like, did you ask you like, Doc, give it to me straight? No, nah, it was uh, it was post. Uh, I, I, you know, is after my surgery. He was letting me know that um, 
it was it was good to go. I you know what I feel. Let's do a different icebreaker. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> this one turned out to be less it's... comfortable than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> I suspect it's the one that Simone put back in the bag <laughs> last month. <laughs> All right, uh, ice no? icebreaker two. The... So the next icebreaker <laughs> okay, is okay. the category round robin. So this is where we're all going to go around. And this, this category is round robin. Round of robin. And uh, the question is, so what's interesting in music this month? <laughs> <laughs> These are very bad. I don't know. No, that's, that's uh, uh, what's, interest, what's, what's interesting. In what's music, interesting in music this month? Uh, well, I've been listening to this album called Superstar by Carolyn Rose. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, and it's pretty fun. The indie pop station on Spotify has got some good jams. Cool, 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 cool. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And uh, probably won't go to a show for a long time. Forever. Sorry, Sarl. <laughs> I was apologizing because, you know, Sarl works in the I'm, industry. Yeah. Dead. I'm not going to uh, go back. I'm not going to go to work until June of 2021. The way things are panning out. Hey, that I suppose that's interesting in music. There's n there is none <laughs> for a few months <laughs> live anyway. Music died. <laughs> that is interesting. It's all going to be recorded. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find. God, I'm so mad. I already forgot this actor's name. His Instagram account. It, anyway, his fucking Instagram stories are blowing up because he's hilarious and he sang a really funny song. Is the interesting thing that 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 random celebrities are now like got you know radio shows basically? Everyone's everyone's popping off a tune or two. Like podcasts, like everyone has a podcast. <laughs> yeah, for, <laughs> like amateurs. <laughs> Even Joe Biden's got a podcast, so what? it's over. Um, I saw on Twitter Steve Martin playing the banjo, and that actually made me feel really good for like an hour. Yo, you, can I say while you're looking for that, one thing I also think is really cool in music right now is people that are doing weird uh, walking down the street and playing music for other people that are stuck in their houses. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Or, or I the, haven't yeah, seen that. The, the, Italian, the Italian discos from... Uh, from window, yeah, from the windows yeah, of apartment like, buildings. <laughs> oh, I I saw a tweet about that. I like that was like, we get it, Europe. You all have balconies <laughs> and DJ gear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Leslie Jordan, whose handle is the Leslie Jordan on Instagram, and and he sings a little song from. He sings a little song from, oh, I don't know which one it is where he's singing the song. It's really funny. It was really funny, though. I, the, great. Um, great. That's, <laughs> I know. I'm that's so, so great. <laughs> Isn't that great? That's Jordan. Yes. <laughs> I'll find this goddamn song because the name of it itself is funny. The, 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 the ice is reforming right now. The ice is just... ISIS is reforming. ISIS is reforming. My <laughs> anyway, ice. he does one that's that's not musical. He does one that's not musical where he is um, lying down and he has a fringe pillow on his face and he parts the fringe and says, I'm Sia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's Sia reveal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Best cove. Okay, can I? I'm just gonna pick another one. Like I just uh, did a trash job. I had to get do my job better. Uh, no, we've we've done two of them. We're good. We're good. <laughs> it's time to. So I, let's keep it rolling. They were both bad. We gotta okay, keep a, it rolling. My favorite thing about this is how fucking weird everybody is getting. Like people are getting. People are just like getting on Zoom and being like, "What's up?" and being like, "I oh, know I haven't pooped yet today." You know, like there's no like TMI anymore, which is a world I really want to live in. <laughs> By the way, I haven't pooped yet today. <laughs> um, so like you Fingers guys, crossed. 
<laughs> I hope it happens for me. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. I really, I really hope it happens for me. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> my, my friend was telling me she was on. Well, it was it happened to her sister, but she was on a um, Zoom call for a board meeting, and some you know how people have been breaking into the Zoom meetings. Mm. Yeah. So, um, someone, well, it's her sister works for a disability rights organization. And uh-huh. so CEO who's directing the meeting is deaf. So she didn't hear when it broke in with porn and all these racial slurs. Oh, <laughs> but no one could really figure out who it was. But I, so it's just like, everyone's in a meeting. All of a sudden there's just like porn and people cursing racial slurs <laughs> and, uh, but because the boss kept going, I kind of feel like that was the right response. Just ignore it. Yeah. Just like because they stop eventually. Like they just they had it. to keep like getting people off the call because they couldn't tell whose thing it was hacked in. It was like a meeting of twenty people, so people they were like, "What's going on? Like, how do we get rid of this?" And I mean, personally, I'd be kind of excited if that happened while I was in a meeting. I know. Maybe I shouldn't have made this password protected. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, your password was pretty uh, uh, extravagant and cr- yeah. you know, cryptic. You know that someone's yeah, gonna someone's gonna have to decode. Take some time to decode that. But why would they bother when there's all these people having unsecured meetings? Yeah, that's true. Probably because the secured ones are the most interesting. Well, no. yeah, this this one though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway. anyway. Uh, Things are weird, and I I never even revisited my draft of what I'm all pissed about. I just like, fuck, okay. dude. The short version is, yo, is it okay to make friends with people doing a job, like a shopkeeper, a dog walker, an electrician, or would I be, like, making it weird? And, I mean, I every everything's shedding a new light. I got shit to say. Well, Fucking this is what bothers me. I like making friends with people I might I meet during the day. And it just so happens many of them are doing a job. And I agree with the advice on asking out someone who's doing a job given on the advice for a modern era podcast, My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is simply over and over again, do not do this thing. I agree with the settled law in the fake internet court of Judge John Hodgman that one is not to inflict tedious and energy-consuming dad jokes and other sad bits on innocent service industry workers. Yeah, I agree with all that. And yet, I want to be friends with the dress shop owner, the dog walker, the electrician. I realize all people being paid to enjoy my personality and predisposed by power dynamics to find me truly delightful. And furthermore, I get the impression that the desire for friendship is reciprocated. The dress shop owner is my social friend now. The dog walker seems to like me and the electrician hinted at hanging out sometime. I had to bring two other people around to the dress shop and asked them if the owner was just great at her job or wanted to be my friend. That So that literally happened. My friend who owns the dress shop, I like casually took two other people by to be like, oh, we're just shopping for dresses. And then when we left, I was like, does Amy want to be friends with me? <laughs> and they were like, yes. And I was like, so should I just ask people to hang out with me? Is that putting them in a terrible spot? Will I ever be able to shake the sense that I'm just sort of paying for their friendship and approval? And, uh, like, I'm just sorry I'm not worked up about that. I, I'm supposed to be worked up about that. I'm, work, I'm actually getting worked up that I'm not worked up, TBH. So, like, does nobody else have the format in front of them? Everyone's just staring at me. No, we're not, I, I know what's <laughs> happening next, but we're, uh, you seem like you have – the fount isn't completed yet, so – or is that? It is. Oh, okay. And then I had to get more work done than this. Well, maybe the maybe the thing that we <laughs> maybe the thing that we're supposed to do to relax you can get you more worked up. Maybe you know. I okay. You know what? Oh my god! I'm so upset. What are we oh, gonna do? Get a, get a sack. Yeah, get get one Where's of the sacks. The bag of copes. City's bag of copes. I'm looking. It's always the 
the last bag I pick up. We definitely need different colors. We're gonna have to start buying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Coconut, crown. Co- coconut crown, peach crown. Coconut crown sounds like I could pot. live with it. We're gonna have to add mixers because I'm fucking cherry not gonna crown, drink that shit pot a mixer. pie crown, roast beef crown. <laughs> I would actually drink roast beef crown before I drink uh, some of those other things. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. To cope with my clearly upset, freaked out state. Yeah. We need to I, develop the idea. These all seem bad now. <laughs> I, it's, just, it's like none of this shit matters, but let's develop the ideal happy place. All right. Well, it's a place where, um, you, like, yeah. We're I mean, developing it's a place an ideal where, happy place. Okay. Okay. In my ideal happy place, there is competent leadership. And uh, Jared Kushner is the like incompetent assistant janitor's trainee, and wait, 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 wait. that's all he's <laughs> in charge of. And Donald Trump is not it, just the things. And there's somebody in the White House who like. Do you notice that bad things always happen when we get some? dipshit weirdo Republican cult of personality in there who doesn't read the security briefings. Hello, 9-11. I don't read my security briefings. Hello, coronavirus pandemic outbreak. I don't read the security briefings. So like we're unprepared. And then like suddenly they're like, I'm a wartime president now. And I'm like, but that is your fault. Fuck, fuck. You don't get fucking fuck. You don't get credit for being a wartime president in a fucking situation you made happen. But then you do get credit and you get reelected. Um, does anybody else notice that this is going backwards? I was like, you're happy. <laughs> well, that that was kind of that was kind of my suggestion, and it worked. Holy crap! Your bag of coke. Yeah, this is, is my ideal happy place. Is where no, this people is the th- earn. Your ideal enough money, and there's no billionaires. Your ideal happy place still has Jared Kushner in it. <laughs> he's still in there. No, he's not qualified to be a janitor. No, no shade to janitors. They do a lot of work, and they're usually custodians, and they have to make sure shit's working. And you know, if you've got an incompetent one. And he's incomp he's the assistant to the trainee, and he's still incompetent at that. And let's oh, but oh, actually on Twitter, somebody was like, What should Jared Kushner's title be? And my favorite one was Assistant Slender Man. So. <laughs> <laughs> um Assistant to the Slender Man? Yeah, I guess. You know what my happy place really would be is if I could um mind kill people but like nobody knew I had that power and so I could never get in trouble but you know what I'd like to do it even more I'd like to have a superpower where I can inhabit other people's bodies and then like make them carry out like a murder of somebody I think should be dead but then also that person sucks and so that person also gets in lots of trouble and then I can zip right back in my own body and that's what I would like to be my god Look, dudes, the first thing I the def- nice what can I say my happy place? Am I allowed to? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean passive uh passive aggressive much? I guess. <laughs> I guess you can. <laughs> um never mind. What's I your, just want your happy place, Simone. <laughs> I got scared. I don't know. <laughs> I'm zipped up. Wow. Are you going to say your happy place or do you want to break? Okay. We can come back. Happy place is just all I want to do for my happy place is just lay on a beach and like have multiple orgasms all day. That's all. Will you get tired? I can take naps in between and go swimming. That's all. And then get a news report saying everybody that I hated is dead. (laughs) (laughs) I, that's really good. Um, Oh yeah. Hmm. What would my actual happy place be? 
I, can I, ha- I just ask a quick question. Did you guys ever hear, I don't know if I'm the only one who ever heard this rumor, but did you ever hear a rumor that Chuck Norris died from asphyxiation while masturbating? <laughs> Um, no, no. I heard that rumor about Michael Hutchins. Okay. Well, just wondering, I was, it was came up the other day in conversation and I thought it was common (laughs) as it does, as it does. Yes. (laughs) And I just wanted to know if I made that up in my mind a long time ago. I don't know, but apparently Chuck Norris Walker, Texas Ranger is still alive. So that never happened. Did somebody else die that way? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think so many people. Yes. <laughs> the 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 dude from, like the dude from Kung Fu. So that's it's yeah ne- neurons are, could possibly have been crossed because you know they're kind of the that's same in the same wheelhouse. Because you know? I, yeah, that's my. Who was the guy from Kung Fu? Uh, I can't remember his name. David Carradine. Yeah. That's. Okay. So he so he was a martial yeah. artist as well. Okay. So they're they're kind of of the same ilk, you know. Okay. Yeah. Kind of white. Not kind they're, of white. They're, very, they're, white. They're very very white. <laughs> okay. In a, in a okay. show called Kung Fu. <laughs> oh my god, you guys! It was killing me. I can only imagine how listeners feel right now because I was listening in the bathroom with my mic off, going "Carradine." It was one of the three Carradines. It was a TV show. Hmm. I know all the answers. We got there pretty quick, Sadie. Like it was like I know. Tw- it was like 10 was... seconds. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Thank you guys so much because that was just really getting to me. Yeah, Sarl, that was a very good connection to make that that was probably where that got. Thank you. Uh, oh, okay. I make up lies about Chuck Norris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so confused. <laughs> all those white kung fu guys another one is steven seagal is a real oh yeah pile of hot garbage i'm sure they do self-asphyxiation all the time they just haven't died from it yet yet yeah yet so i guess david carradine was in thailand when this happened and he was 72 pretty old for i guess gotta give gotta give him props though i mean yeah, he's still like auto eroticing at seventy two. Is it interesting, like the Carradines that like uh, David Carradine and Keith Carradine both played like badass characters in all their roles, but Robert Carradine was the main nerd in Revenge of the Nerds. No, he was. Yeah, yeah. There's so much. He's a Carradine brother. I didn't realize there were that many Carradines. Louis Skolnick is related to David Carradine. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> Super directly. I can't believe you know the name that's, of that character. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, but to be fair, the other one is Goose. The other one's Goose. So, wow. Are we going to become like a Carradine fan cast? What's Sorry, going on? It's I already happened. We like, we're just, we're, we're just, What's we're, happening? we're vibing. Are we supposed to be talking about whether or not it's okay to make friends with people? I mean, yes, that is what we're supposed to be talking and about. What it, and what, it, and what <laughs> it means about me that when I had this question, I stopped and thought about my day and realized every person I'd interact with that day was in some way directly or indirectly being paid to be cordial to me. <laughs> okay. Have you ever and I don't know. I don't know. That's uh, causing me a real identity crisis. So. <laughs> <laughs> Have you worked in a service job where you had to be nice to people yes and when you were doing it did you genuinely like some of the people you were nice to yeah. and want to be there no 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 but I worked at a movie theater so it wasn't like you got to interact with people yeah a lot more and then I worked in as, a, as an admissions counselor, and I'm going to say no <laughs> again. So none, of the, none of the people you admitted? <laughs> no, or their families. And I'm going to just going to keep uh, – I had a couple clients I, I genuinely like like therapy clients. I mean, you can't be friends with them, but I had a couple, I, like I think 
fondly of. I genuinely thought they were cool. I liked them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. But I thought, so I've been thinking about this because I feel like the, the coronavirus situation throws that into some sharp relief. Cause I think about, I don't know if it matters. I just don't know if it matters. This seemed like a reasonable question to have angst over. And now what's happening is I'm contacting, you know, I'm contacting the independent massage therapist that I've gone to in the past and like sending her random tips over Venmo and, you know, other like Century Ballroom and Maximilian Restaurant and the store downtown in Seattle Sassafras and Mingus or Makeda and Mingus, the coffee shop in Greenwood and um, fuck, I can't think of all, all right now. Oh, like dog star grooming. Like I'm trying to reach out to all of these businesses where I'm either friends with or become very friendly with the owner and they become like a part of our lives. Right. And so I feel like they're all in jeopardy. So I'm trying to do things like buy gift certificates and stuff so that there's immediate cash coming in. Cause like they're trying to pay, like some of them are like just trying to raise enough money to pay health insurance for their staff. So then I thought, does it really matter? <laughs> does it really matter if they like, like, does it really matter if I'm insecure about what, whether or not people want to be my friend? Does anyone care? Nobody cares. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> Well, womp, womp, it, it, it sounds like you were, <laughs> no, no. It, I, I I interpret that as it sounds like you were friends with him the whole time, mm. even if it was yeah. in your I mean, own mind. And, yeah, like here's the thing: do I? It's sort of like if I like somebody and I find out they don't like me, I feel I go, oh, that makes me sad because I like them. I don't go, well, I don't like them either. You know what I mean? So I could think of somebody as a friend and they could think of me because we're all different, right? So I could think of somebody as an acquaintance and they could be like, that's my friend. And I could be like, mm, kind of, you know, and uh, whatever. You know what I mean? And sometimes like, it's okay just to, I don't know. I did read recently that, I mean, this was, it's weird because I get keep getting magazines and they're from they're April magazines, but they were clearly put together before coronavirus. So it's like, hey, this month, let's do this. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> Go to all but, these social and, gatherings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking calendar is like, I'm going here to do a talk here. But one of the, it was talking about uh, how, social interaction is good for us and they're like one of the recommendations which made me think of your question Sadie was like go ahead and chat up your barista it'll like give you good feelings and them too or something like that so I don't know I was gonna say I think maybe nothing matters but I'm gonna uh I'm gonna change I mean, I'm gonna yeah. change to something <laughs> less uh suicide inducing and uh say Instead, how weird it is to watch TV shows now, because I'm like, I'm obsessed with like, I'm like, what are they doing? Look at all those people just like touching each other and standing <laughs> close together. Are they? And so one of the reasons I've been enjoying The Circle and The Circle Brazil on Netflix so much is it's the only show where I'm like, that is how we're living. That is how we're living. It's like Big Brother, <laughs> but everybody's isolated in their own apartment and they can only communicate through um, a closed circuit uh, social media and they're trying to win so they can vote I didn't, each other I out. haven't watched it yet but that's somewhat of a prophetic television show. Yeah. And I'm just like but it's the only thing that's like oh TV that reflects the life that we're living. More please. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway so does anybody give a shit anymore about making friends with like well how about what's it like now to have a social interaction like in the corona world? Like, I feel like it's this whole new thing where it's like you're supposed to be six feet away from people. Do you start conversations like people seem? 
like what's appropriate I know especially like walking the dog right it's so great to have a dog and get to go on walks but then people are like it's like some people who used to let our dogs greet won't even like say hi from across the street because they think I'm going to come running over and lick them or something it, is, <laughs> it, it you know and at the same time some people are a lot more friendly I think it like at the coffee shop um Makeda and Mingus um I go once a week. Um, she has special things on the door handles so that you open the door with your elbow instead of your hand. She has six foot squares marked out. I stand six feet away from the counter while she grinds my fancy beans, buy a bunch of pastries and stand there and chat with her about how everything's going, which is pretty much what I used to do. Before Corona, as I would sit down there and we would chat for a while. And yeah, I mean, I think that, I mean, I think she has an appreciation for the fact that I'm supportive of her business. And I think like we talk about like Gen X stuff and have a lot of good conversations. So yeah, I don't know. I think it's cool. And like, I know, um, I feel like I should check in with, the neighborhood dog walker who I walk with. So I used to walk with sometimes it's, it's hard. Like I'm thinking of like more people than I could possibly reach out to. You know, I, I, mean, I, so- I, I want to put my two cents in. I, I, I love yeah. becoming friends with people that, that are at work. I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm, I'm friendly yeah. as well. Some sometimes yeah. the only people I interact with for like, a week or two weeks at a time or like baristas mm-hmm. like honestly so i'm fr- i i want to consider myself friends with all the regular baristas that i see i've had a couple over you know for for drinks you know yeah oh for real yeah i think I, yeah oh, cool, i think cool, my cool, baristas cool, cool, cool. that they're the some of the people i interact with the most you know what I mean? I think that um, it's a uh, that's cool. I mean, I don't know. We there there used to be a barista at the coffee shop down the street that we were very seriously contemplating as inviting into a third. If you know what I mean. That totally happens. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there are certain industries where it just feels really natural because part of the industry itself is like social. Like we, like in the restaurant when I was a waitress and a hostess, like not necessarily customers, but definitely like we all hung out and hooked up. Or I mean, I don't. Know. When I was seventeen, I made friends with my junior year English teacher. Oh yeah. Oh. It was a woman. 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 Oh yeah. We hung out the summer after junior year. So while you're yeah. school, like what did yeah. you drink? We went to. Well, I lived in Germany, and oh. she uh, European rules are different. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I think she had. I think she. I remember like she had. She had like dual citizenship, right? But she was teaching for Department of Defense, and she was super cool. And I was like super into literature, and like, yeah, I don't know. We we just kind of somehow naturally developed a more like friendly relationship, and so she took me like it was really cool, like to um, like something I never would have done, like going getting on like the German transit system and taking like different trains like around to Frankfurt and going to visit like squares. I wouldn't have gotten to visit and little cafes. It was really cool. And she like, you know, gave me some cool books. Kind of a thing. Yeah. Well, see, uh, I also feel like in grad school, I don't know. This is just based on books. Cause I didn't go to grad school, but like in certain programs, like there's the, a lot of like, there's a party at a professor's house and like it's part of the thing is like these weird social yeah. things like small programs. So there was a student in a class I taught that I wanted to be friends with, but wasn't, but to be honest, let's, let's be honest. I didn't want to be friends with him. <laughs> I still think about him. I still think about I think his name was Bobby. I still think about you, Sabi. Sabert. Sabi Bobby. Sabert. Sabi, 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 Sabi. in the front row. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And it was the beginning of my like um, borderline anorexic period too. So I was like, you "We're looking good." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was looking conve- conventionally porn stars, conventionally porn star, right? Like thirty-year-old woman with the skinny body of an of a seventeen-year-old girl because she's not eating food. Yeah, yeah and is exercising every night. So. <laughs> and I had long. That was why I still had hair. Like I still long hair. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You guys, where's the bag of improv? <laughs> Let's pretend I'm all amped up again. Oh, that's the bag of petty grapes. Where's the ba- Yeah, I found the bag of improv. You guys, we're trying. It's weird times. Mm-hmm. Oh, Create the rules for America's next reality TV craze, The Bachelorette Junior. (laughs) Wait, repeat, repeat. Okay, we have to create the rules. We're the producers, we're the writers, we're something. We got a pitch. Basically, we got a pitch and create the rules for America's next reality TV craze, The Bachelorette Junior. Mm. See, that's not fair because you know what I probably would have said? Bachelorette Junior a la coronavirus times, which is basically just the circle. So it's already Um, done. Yeah. God damn it. You know, try try to make, you know, people get together a reality show where they actually can't get together. (laughs) Well, what I didn't, what I... Love through Zoom. Yeah, because, oh my God. I think... The problem with this with this prompt is that the prompt is the joke. Mm. So that was a bad job. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's like, a, that was a great improv, I guess. Uh, yeah, that was real good. I feel like we did fine last time. I heard I heard it was funny. I heard that that the format was better. Oh, did people and listen? Then, <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. And then I don't know what the fuck. Right, so coronavirus. Yeah, like I, uh, like well, yeah. I'm not a professional performer, and honestly, I don't feel like I'm really bringing it. Well, well it's fine. Uh, you know. We had the whiteboard. I think everything's going fine. I think you know, it's just a weird time in life. And look, I'm just supposed to be really ramping up, and I'm just a little numb. Sorry, yeah, this I- is great. You know what, you guys, this is great. This is great. This is all anybody needs from us. If they need anything from us. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that as podcast, a podcast, we have a responsibility to, to help people right now? <laughs> I mean, maybe, cause I'll tell you the people who I listen to on their podcast, I feel like they have a responsibility to keep making their fucking podcast. Cause like, what else are you gonna? If I'm not gonna get my trends like these, and my brother, my brother, Mimi, and my John Josh Hajiman, and whatever. Um, <gasps> are you drinking Lagavulin? Yeah, it's my. It's I knew that. My last little bit. It's the last. The people, everyone's got Lagavulin, but us. So, uh, so um, the people we had scotch with on Zoom last night were drinking Lagavulin. Lagavulin. It's just delicious, delicious, delicious whiskey. Why aren't you drinking Crown? It's finished. (laughs) It's it's gone. (laughs) Yeah, it's done. Hey, we hey we could have a quick message from uh, one of our sponsors. Yes. Or or one of our good friends. And uh, speaking of Crown Royal, we can have a little uh, little talk, little unpacking of our favorite mm-hmm. whiskey drink. Are you oh, are you picking up what I'm putting oh, down here? Yes. Okay. Yes, the Duchess. Um, the Duchess um, made purchase of Peach Crown Royal because it was on sale and sent us a video. Why don't we take a listen to that? And okay, let's take a listen to that. And go. The Duchess Deep Hi, guys. I promised that I would do a taste test of something that I bought last week 
on a complete whim. And so I was in Target and this bottle of Crown Royal Peach was on sale and I bought it even though peach whiskey sounds disgusting. First, um, taste it with just straight up, you know, not cold, not nothing, just pour it into a glass. And then I'm gonna try to make a cocktail out of it, see if that's any better. Okay, here we go. So uh, it's a very pretty box. I mean, I like the peaches. And then instead of the classic blue Crown Royal bag, the velvet bag that the bottle comes in, it's like an orange peach colored bag with a peach logo on it. Very fancy, very, very fancy. Um, and then inside we got this beautiful bottle of Crown Royal. All right, so let's open it up. I'm gonna unscrew this. I'm gonna first smell it. Wow, it smells, I mean, it smells like peaches. Um, it smells like peach schnapps, which I cannot stand. I hate peach schnapps. And I was thinking that the Crown Royal wouldn't be sweet, but it smells very sweet. So I'm already not looking forward to this. Oh boy. It smells like 1990. That's what it smells like, 1990. Oh boy, here we go. Well, it's not terrible. It is sweet. It does taste like Southern Comfort, which I don't know if that's a compliment to Crown Royal, but yeah, I definitely, I might make desserts with this. Um, like a peach flambe or crepe Suzette, I think. This would be awesome in a dessert. So it might go up on my shelf over here with like my Kahlua and my other liqueurs that I cook with. Yeah. Um, maybe in a pinch, if there was like five whole lemons in with it, it would make a good hot toddy. All right, I'm gonna make a uh, cocktail next. I have some of the peach Crown Royal poured into this glass with some crushed ice. Anybody who knows me knows that I love seltzer water and I have like a case of seltzer water in my refrigerator at all times. Um, tonight I have two flavors of seltzer water. One is cucumber mint, Target brand, and one is my favorite, the Spindrift tea and lemonade. Um, and it's not sweet at all. There's no sugar. It tastes like one of those canned Lipton iced teas from the 70s, but without any sugar. It's quite delicious. And I'm thinking that it might actually work well with the Crown Royal. So I'm actually gonna try that. I also have some ginger juice. Um, if you guys can get this, it's amazing. But I was gonna maybe like do something with that with the cucumber mint, but I think I'm just gonna try this iced tea straight up. So it's the iced tea and lemon seltzer water. And then I have my um, environmentally friendly um, metal straw, like Oprah. Okay, that's actually good. This is a good cocktail, you guys. Peach Crown Royal with Spindrift, iced tea, lemonade, um, seltzer water. It's perfect because the sweetness of the Crown Royal is totally set off by, offset rather, by the um, tea and lemon, no sugar. This reminds me of summer. It reminds me of um, being on Rehoboth Beach, maybe. Um, all places that I can't um, even begin to think about right now, being quarantined in this rainy Seattle city. All right, guys, that's my verdict. It's okay, but I'd much rather um, just cook with the peach crown royal. Bye. Don't even buy it if it's on sale. Bye. <laughs> I like, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed the most that she was like, you know what, this is a good cocktail. Anyway, do not buy this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um... All right. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Duchess. 
Thanks for that. Yeah, thanks, Tetris. That was very good. Hopefully, you'll, very good. hopefully you'll give us the uh, the bag, the orange bag, crown bag, yeah, so we can have, we have a the bag. multitude of the bag, bag colors. Also, could you do us a solid and just like, I don't know, like keep buying all the crown flavors? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And them for us. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I guess we should subsidize that. We could subsidize. Yeah, yeah. We could subsidize it. I could, could be a regular, I could subsidize. It could be a regular thing. Regular thing got to be getting new stuff all the time. So. Like they have a crazy amount of flavors. All right. Well, there you go. There you go. I bet they all go on sale. Carl says that some people on the internet said things about the thing about the making the friends. Let's talk about it, Carl. Yeah, yeah. No, I uh, went to Yahoo Answers. They had they, there was a couple answers on there. Posture. Yeah, you know, make friends with people who are just doing a job. Uh, Patricia says uh, we make friends with people who we have some connection with. It just happens. Mm-hmm. So, That's yeah. very easy breezy. I like her style. Uh, Megalomaniac says maybe not while they're working. It's cool to make friends with anyone who wants you back again. But taking advantage of a captive audience is something else. What are they saying there? For real. So like, am I supposed to, I feel like the implication is stalk them, wait till their shift is over and just wait outside and be like, oh, hey, I was just waiting to see if you want to make friends. And I feel like now it's okay if you tell me to fuck off because I noticed that you punch clocked out. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's my strategy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Is that right? Or just like um, stalk them and show up someplace where they don't work and just like, oh my God, that's so weird. (laughs) (laughs) You make my coffee and now we're both here buying oranges. This is so strange. We have so much in common. Oranges. That you're not behind (laughs) a counter. And Uh, also like even somebody who's not working, it's not like you're asking them on it. How do you ask someone to even be your friend? Because it's not like you can be like, do you want to go out sometime? Well, and I've also found that there are relationships that work in a certain setting. Like, yeah, I mean, like work friends is kind of like that. But then like harder to translate it to other life. But it's Mm -hmm. like when you're at work or in these situations, like you get to know each other really well, but it doesn't really translate right and then somebody leaves and it's like you're dead to everyone mm-hmm. yeah you're like people will be like oh or people will be like remember monica oh yeah and that's it <laughs> mm. <laughs> like did you maybe you held monica's hand through like her divorce yeah and like handed her tissues but you're like you're like bye monica good luck at your new job and yeah. then it's like yeah it's weird it, it's mm-hmm. For me, it's actually really weird how quickly I forget people. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Note to sell. Don't let Simone forget Don't you. forget you. Great. Who did anyone else say? Uh, Anonymous said, it wouldn't be that weird. Although, you have to consider, do they want to be your friend? Not meaning to be offensive. But some people only want to work or make acquaintances, but might not want to make friends at work. However, if you're thinking they're learning more, t- leaning more towards friends, and the feeling is mutual, then sure, why not? But if you're only becoming friends to appease them or benefit their emotional state while they're at work, <laughs> then you shouldn't do it if it's not authentic. Oh my goodness. So can I just say anonymous phrases are a really good point because the truth about the electrician is that guy was very cool, but he actually directly said that me and my husband should hang out with him and his girlfriend. And I was like, totally. But I was like, just trying to make his day at my house wiring shit pleasant. He was cool. He was pleasant, but I wasn't like, I was like, nah. It was very Seattle freeze of me. I was like, oh, totally. Can't wait. Bye. Yeah. So it was It was just me trying to make their work more pleasant. I do do that sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'm just trying to make that. people's work more pleasant. I do that as well. Yeah. And on the That's side, nice. If you're working, like I've been a barista, I've been a waitress, like part of your job is being friendly with people. Like that's part of the experience. Mm-hmm. So... At the same time, our our first episode 
guest host, Riley. She was a she was a server. She was a hostess at Bizarro, mm-hmm. this Italian restaurant, and she. I was, I had, oh, I can't remember what happened, but I had a fucked up day. And so I just was like, I just slammed a couple martinis and had dinner and got drunk. And she thought I was a lot of fun and really cool. And then she wanted to hang out. But she invited me to be her friend. So I thought, felt okay. But then she did the show with us. And now once in a while, she accidentally texts me because she has another, she has like an actual friend with my name. <laughs> and then she'll I'll get these, I'll get these acts at these random texts from Riley. They're like, Hey, let's get lunch sometime. And I know they're not for me, but I still respond with, I'm like, sure. That sounds like fun. <laughs> and then she doesn't even bother to text me anymore to go like, not you. Yeah. She was on the show <laughs> and, and then she, she was out. It yeah. Did not. Yeah, sit well with her, I guess, or something. I don't know. I, it was pretty good. Oh, I mean, it was fine, yeah. I don't know. Uh, conclusions? Sadie, do you think... Uh, Simone, do you think we, yeah. uh, we got to, we got to uh, a decision about this month's topic? I don't know. I mean, I think it's good to be friendly with people and I think it's good for the world. And I don't know how you would like the question of like taking it to the next level of friendship. Like I've never, I'm really chatty, but I feel like I've, I'm also like the fake person who's like, oh, we should totally hang out. And then it drops. So I tried to be more intentional about that. I should have, you know, I should have called my friend, Sammy, the shop owner yeah. and asked her, how did we do that? What was our first hangout? Did you become friends with her through her shop? Yes. And, oh, and then I got shaded too, because like, so one of the designers, cause it's all local, it's really cool. It's all like local designers. And, and locally made stuff and um, but really nice stuff is really nice and but like one of the designers one time when she introduced me to her and I swear to god as a third fucking I this really bugs me this feels like such a power play to me when I've been introduced by the same person to the same person three times and they still act like they don't know who I am and the designer who I think knew this at this point said oh how did you and Sadie get to be friends and Amy said, Oh, through here through the shop. And the designer went, But mm-hmm. so you seem to make a lot of friends through the through here. Like she was just like kind of a bitch about it. And I was like, okay. And I feel like when so I feel like when it's weird, like she's not this person who like creates kind of like cult of personality around her, but I think she's just created this really special shop and community and I think that even though she's unassuming about it like people around her sort of vie for who's closer to her in orbit and I've tried going to like functions at the store and the other customers like come up and start having these weird competitive conversations with me about who's more actually friends with her and then the some of the designers who work with her are like weird with me like you're not even part of this and so then I just leave well I mean I, I was like well but we're friends and like we do beach days together and get drinks together and go shopping together and I just don't want to fucking do this with you <laughs> yeah I need to be on a public format so I can but the well and I also feel like some business owners like Makeda is one mm-hmm go to preserve and gather down the street from our house and like we've known them since they've opened like we don't hang out mm-hmm. work, but we like chat a lot part of the whole business model is creating community where I think that they yes to friend like relationships and friendships because that is the intention and part of the business is a place to create a community or a like-minded space for people that's a really good point because I feel like that's true too of like um, Century Ballroom, which I think has a really positive impact on Seattle. And I think that's even true at Dogstar Grooming. Like when I had to have the year, the 
I can't remember how to say it now, the ureteral, urethral stent. I had a big plastic tube inside of my ureter and they had to pull it out through my urethra and it was a fucking nightmare. And my dog, yeah, my dog was at the groomer and I was like an hour and a half late picking up my dog because I had panic attack (laughs) at the doctor's office. And so it took way longer than it was supposed to take. And dog star grooming was just like, hey, you know what? I'll just be here playing with your dog. Chill out. Don't worry about it. I, I'll just stay. Yeah. And well, so I got there. I gave her like a fat tip, but that's one of the businesses I'm, yeah, I just, I guess all the businesses I, I'm caring about right now are like that. And yeah. so maybe I am in a way I'm friend of the business. I could at least say I'm a friend of the business. Well, and I think people do, I mean, I think that is like a model is creating community and they actually want to have relationships with their customers rather than just like, you're just a number or like a core group of people that patronize the business they want to know. And it feels, I mean, we all want to belong. It's like our fucking societal in our DNA, like our, we want to be a part of a community because that's how we survive. Well, and if I have... Prashanti's phone number from Makeda and I text her like we're kind of friends right a I've little never had total phone number from you worked with or I mean like patronized oh okay so I will tell you I've obviously got the phone number of the shop owner I've got the the dress shop owner I've got the phone number of the coffee shop owner <laughs> the electrician gave me his phone number this question is answered it's done Okay. You Am I just friends. like good at making friends? Okay. I'm just good at making friends. <laughs> right? Yes. And, I also and it is also actually fun. have, I also actually have the owner of Century Ballroom's phone number for some reason that I cannot fathom because she is way too cool. I know we're not friends because she's too cool to be my friend, but she is friends really like best friends with somebody who's um, very close friends with my husband's best friend. So I feel like I'm a little degrees closer to being like actual friends with Hallie, which would be like a little goal. Sally. When's the last time you guys were there? The ballroom. Um, It was the last thing we did before we stopped doing anything was (laughs) we went to, they had a party. They had a anniversary party the weekend before, like the first weekend in March or the last weekend in February. And even at that point, we went and we went with a couple of our friends. It was really fun, but we were taking dance lessons and classes with all. So we were just touching hands with all these strangers. And we were like, should, and it, it was already at the point where we were like, should we be here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we, is this like fucking skydiving? This is like dangerous. <laughs> oh, you're right. This question is super answered, but I will say, not until just this moment was it really answered for me well great great it's a process yeah it it works the process worked y'all hey i gotta ask i want to ask specifically i know we did a little bit maybe of talking about some good things earlier but this is a weird thing to ask um it might be uncomfortable but i think it could be important to come up even, even big or small What's something good if, and it's okay not to have one, but I wonder if each of us could come up with at least one thing good that ha- wouldn't have happened maybe without the lockdown. Not, and it's in no way saying like, thank God for coronavirus, but yeah. just like sometimes something good happens out of something bad. Well, and, and that I- might be nice to hear to like slow down in life very often which isn't always a bad thing i mean why we have to slow down sucks right i i don't know i i can i be completely honest with you guys yes i'm having a fucking ball (laughs) (laughs) i'm having a great time because i'm don't have to go to work yeah and And this is the this is the well (laughs) yeah yeah no, not unemployment. Not anymore. <laughs> Are, did you get laid off, furloughed? Uh, I'm uh, I'm probably going to be. 
I, my thing has been that I have really bad social anxiety and I have felt like I have been putting so much mental energy for so long into trying to hide that from people that the, that I, I am lighter and I have more mental energy to put toward, I guess, worrying about coronavirus because (laughs) I don't have to worry. Like everybody's living my lifestyle now. And so there's no stigma in what, and like, there's no stigma in like, need a nap, take a nap. Um, you know, want to stay home? Great. You have to like ordering your groceries online. Good for you. (laughs) Instead of like, there's been like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, shit that I get judged for suddenly is like normal and cool. And I like that. I was just thinking Thanks, that, corona. you know, I, coronavirus. Like, I feel like this is the first time we ever like realize people need help. A, like in a lot of ways, like some people are being dicks, but a lot of people are like forgiving rent payments and mortgage payments. And we never do that for people when the truth is most people suffer like situations like this on a regular basis, not yeah. a pandemic, but of course only when it affects like the upper middle class or other people, do we actually give a shit and offer anything. But the coronavirus in White general people. for a nice middle-class lifestyle has not been horrible because my husband's home. So I have so much more help with my child where I was home with her all day. And I think he actually realizes like how fucking hard it is to have a toddler on your ass all day. And I get a lunch break, which I've never had before. So yeah, I go for runs. Then I have my virtual hangouts. We've each... Mm -hmm. Press and I each have built a den. I have a secret stash down here. With <laughs> I come down secret, for a secret den. Oh We've, my god! You should write. You should write a book on like how to live through. Like you need to have a, just a secret den. The book is one page. You need to have a secret den with weed, whiskey, and a vibrator. And some some zoom in. Some, zo- yeah, some, some zoom in. Zoom zoom the lounge. And our yard looks good. We never have time. And honestly, like I think half the shit I do on a daily basis just to feel busy, I don't actually really enjoy doing that much. Right? Whoops, this coronavirus is hard. Well, it, it, I mean, it's kind of good the, the, in a way. The the man behind the, the, the curtain is showing itself, you know? Yeah, but not everyone thinks yeah. No, but, but yeah, I, I think I think the curtains being peeled back slightly, like at least I mean, even just for me personally, like this is the first yeah. time since I was 19 where I haven't worked for more than, you know, I've not worked for more yeah. than a week for the first time, like ever since then. Yeah. And it's really easy to hide all that, all the shit, the bad stuff. But now it's like being present center. I'm just, I, so, and- I, I think the rat, the rat race is a joke. Yeah. Right. Oh, for real. And oh my God, I would love it if, if people stop being obsessed with the culture of busyness, like I'm valuable because I can tell you I'm busy. I would really hope that goes away, but I do want to say, I forgot. I left out a good positive with that. My yoga studio in Tacoma, where I haven't lived for 15 years, and I never found a yoga studio that was like, I really liked in Seattle, so I just stopped doing yoga. <laughs> but they are now, they're now doing Zoom classes. It's Source Yoga, and they're, you have to sign up with them, but it's donation only, so it's mm-hmm. like free for people who can't. But it's great because now I'm doing yoga again with my old yoga studio and it's that's been really nice. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, and, yeah, I feel like there's a lot. I mean, and it's just when you're not having to be so busy all the time, like you can actually be a real person. And we also kind of find out like well, I can, I mean, in one way, it's terrible for the economy if people realize they can do shit for themselves. <laughs> but at the same time, like, that's how I really think in a sustainably truthful manner, like, we were built to be. It was like, we have all the capacity to, like, grow our own food. I mean, to some extent, mm-hmm. with in a communal way, but we have capacity to, like, like if we were in the old days when you like had to build your own fucking house and grow your own food, like, do you think people were like as stressed out about everything? But now like mm. I need this person to give me food and I need this person to do this and I have to work for this person to be able to buy food. 
and you know, like you're depending on all these other. Right, systems. right, right. Sure. If I could supply my own, all my own food, and I wouldn't have and make my own clothes and stuff, I wouldn't have to like eat shit from some asshole who's trying to make my friend what make friends with me when all I'm trying to do is make a latte for them. Yeah, exactly. That would be oh, great. Oh shit, we're back to round one. God damn it. No, I, I'll tell you this. I do think that I think people working in customer service really appreciate being treated like human beings because they are. And I think a lot of people walk in and don't I, it's in, ver- in various ways. So it's possible that I connect with them because they're like, yeah, the only people I'm talking to. And so I'm like, Hey, what's up? As long as you don't, as long as you don't stalk them, it's, it's good. And as long as I don't make it sex. Well, sorry. <laughs> but then it's also like, um, I don't know. I feel like the people I've, I've worked a lot of customer service type jobs and I'm a people person. So I actually like it. And it actually gives me an excuse to talk to people where I would feel less comfortable chatting with people if I wasn't behind like a counter, just like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. But also some people just shouldn't work in customer service <laughs> because they hate people and I hate people too sometimes. Yeah. And really I like to chat. Uh, what's the next question? I got dried out of the bag. Okay. 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 I got dried out of the bag. Yeah. What, what do we got? What do we got for next month? Oh, when people say they are any percentage over 100 into okay. something. Um, and like a thousand percent. <laughs> but also people who are like, <laughs> that's not even possible. Like fuck the whole situation. That's the next topic. So oh, that'll okay. be real. <laughs> Using percentages in, in conversation. Great. <laughs> no, no. You think any percentage Beta. above 100. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Or, yeah. Okay. I'm actually mad about this one. So this is good. Great. Okay. It'll be a hot distraction. Okay. All right. Well, uh, that's uh, next month's topic um you can uh go onto our website everythingbothersme.com to see the full topic you can uh give us your answers or your thoughts at our email am i good at everythingbothersme.com or also um at oompa fancy on twitter oh yep great 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 where where the account is my real name. <laughs> <laughs> Just like so bad. I'd be like the worst spy, right? <laughs> and also the worst and also the worst con person. And until next time. Cooley High Harmony. Cooley High Harmony. Cooley High Harmony. Don't snort laugh.